Welcome to New Cities Sermon Podcast. Join us as we root deep in God's Word, expecting to be encouraged, challenged, and formed to be more like Jesus together. Let's get into the scriptures now. Today we, we do have a special guest, so I'll just, uh, he'll come up in a few minutes and, and preach for us. Pastor Malcolm Bassey here in the front row is a pastor... <clears throat> from Togo, West Africa. If you've been around New City for over a year, you've met him. If you're new to the church, then this is probably the first time that you've met him. Uh, Pastor Macklin lived in the United States for about 10 years. A really incredible story, um, just to share briefly, where due to some challenges and persecution situation, him and his wife had to flee uh, the, uh, Togo and come to the United States and really land in our country with about 100 bucks in their pocket and no friends. And God was faithful in the midst of that. Macklin went to school there. Macklin eventually was had received further training as a pastor. And uh, I got to know him. He was, became a mentor of mine. And I've gotten to go to West Africa with him over five times now. And so uh, our church is helping their mission in West Africa. I think I said last week that every dollar you give Four cents actually goes to what Macklin's doing in West Africa. And it's really incredible what they're doing. They have actually two different schools for children where hundreds and hundreds of children receive a Christian education in the capital city of Lome. They've also started a farm where they're teaching people how to farm and they're trying to do as much as they can to be self-sustaining. They've started a church plant. They've trained uh, missionaries. How many missionary classes have you had now? 68 graduates from their missionary training school, and these graduates go to a different part of West Africa and start some sort of project around the gospel. It might be a church. It might be an evangelism effort. It might be that they go and serve in government. And so the money that we're donating to Macklin in West Africa is incredibly, it's just, it's just, you can't imagine how God's using it. And so we're really excited that he is here, and we'll hear from him just for, in, a, in a moment. I want to just tell you a quick story about the first time I went to Togo, which was probably 2009. Yeah, 2009 was the first time I went with Macklin to Togo. And um, I went over to his family's house, his extended family's house, to have dinner. And, you know, you want to kind of make a good impression. I realized that I was probably going to be going back multiple times. And so I met uh, extended family uncles and close friends, and we ate dinner together. It was just beautiful and then I, I, in the middle of the dinner, I, I went, I got up and I, I had to use the restroom, which was on the other side of the house. And I went, <laughs> he's already chuckling. And I went into the restroom and then I was done and I went to the door and the door was locked. And like, I really jiggled it and it would not open. And I thought, this is a little weird. Well, this, this particular door, it, it didn't go all the way to the top or all the way to the bottom. It was almost like a saloon door, if you know what I mean. Like you could see out the top and you could see out the bottom. And um, so I thought, well, I, I don't really know what to do here. I don't really want to scream for help because that would be embarrassing. So I got down on my back and I tried to shimmy under the door um, as a guest in these people's home. And I couldn't get out. I couldn't get past like my head. So I was like, I don't want to get stuck. That would be worse. So I, I get back up, and I'm thinking, and I'm like, it had been like 10 minutes at this point, and they still hadn't come to get me. 
And I think they were starting to realize about it this time that I had been missing on the other side of the house. And so the only thing I really needed to do was to shout for help. <laughs> and so from the other side of the house, they just hear me going, help, help. I came out of the bathroom and they were roaring, laughing. To this day, 15 years later, I can go to Togo and I am the guy who got stuck in the bathroom and everyone laughs. So just to say that um, they're really warm people and they're really fun people. And Macklin, we're so blessed to have you here. I want you to come up and bring God's word to us. Next time, your bathroom is going to be different. (laughs) Thank you. By the way, way, um, when Macklin came to the United States, he had to learn English uh, from scratch. And so really amazing to do as an adult. But um, occasionally, if he gets stuck on a word, he'll ask me, and I'll just pop on the microphone real quick and clarify the word that he means. So, But feel free to just preach, brother. Thank you so much. Good morning, Judge. Bonjour. Please uh, read with me from the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 15 to 20. Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 15 to 20. I'm reading from NIV. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing and making music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God, the Father for everything, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear uh, brothers and sisters, I'm thankful to be here today, and it's a great honor to share this time with you by preaching the word of God. Please allow me to greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and also bring you the warm greetings from my wife Rose and Kate, the church body in Togo, but also from my fellow citizen in Togo, the place to go. My Togoland, is a small and beautiful country in West Africa who always welcome people across the globe. Before looking into the text, I want to thank you so much for your prayers and your support for sending John time to time in Togo. Thank you so much. It means a lot for us. Hundreds and hundreds of people are blessed through what you are doing in this place. 
Talking about West Africa, please, I'm asking you to pray for West Africa. If you are familiar with the news in stream medias or social media, West Africa made the headline media news with several military push. What we call in French, coup d'état militaire. Soldiers or army forces are back in power in Guinea, in Mali, in Burkina Faso, in Niger, and in Gabon. Many political analysts are saying that probably before the end of 2023, one or more than one country will experience another coup d'etat. So we are worried because sometimes when a military push happens, many lives can die or be forced to run away from their homes, cities and villages to seek refuge in other countries. Pray for West Africa as we pray for the United States of America. In Congo Democratic Republic, somewhere in Central Africa, there is no military coup d'etat, but there is what I call multi-corporation coup d'etats. Yes, because of powerful nations and multi-corporation businesses in DRC, millions of people have died in less than five to 10 years. People are saying almost 10 millions died. There is a genocide happening right now in RDC, and nobody is talking about it. For many years, the world was served by stream media with a false narrative about Niger in West Africa. Niger, they will say, is the poorest country in the world. Niger is not the poorest country in the world. Niger is among the top uranium producers in the world. Nuclear centrals in France has its sources in Niger. Electricity in France is provided by Niger at the same time Many people in Niger are living in darkness because there is no electricity. How in the world is this possible? Africa is not poor. Africa is still being exploited and ripped off by powerful forces whose names are well known today. We know them. Why do we need to pray for our nations? Why do we need to pray for one another? Paul is giving us few reasons to pray for one another. Be very careful. Ephesians 5, verse 15. Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. 
making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. The days are evil. Our days are full with evil actions, very evil people, evil spirit, evil powerful government, evil lobbyists, evil corporations, very convinced and shamefully proud of their evil actions. I don't even need to bring up facts or arguments about evil days we are living in. Just turn on your TV or go to social media. You will see for yourself the evil days we are talking about. There is not a single day you will not have to hear about killings and very sad news. In the Republic of Congo, in East Africa, a young doctor called Jerome Muyingi was gunned down by the pharmaceutical lobby because he discovered the best malaria treatment. His discovery was a threat against the malaria medical business group in the world. The treatment of this doctor was almost free because you will just need to plant a tree called Artemisia and infuse the leaves of that tree and drink it daily. He was killed because the day are evil. Apostle Paul is urging the church in Ephesians to be very careful how you live. Not only said Paul to be careful, but to be very careful, very careful, very careful. Understand what is going on and watch out. Know where you are in the light of things that are going on. Don't be foolish and crazy. Not as unwise, but as wise. Brothers and sisters, in this world, there are only two types of people. Wise people and foolish people. Will you please pause and ask this question to yourself? Are you wise or foolish? Are you a wise man, wise husband, wise wife, wise student, wise politicians, wise pastor, wise policeman, wise businessman, wise American, or are you just a foolish man or foolish woman sitting in the church pretending to be a Christian? Are you wise or foolish? Our days are evil. And you can't just live your life as if nothing is happening around you. Wake up and seek the Lord for wisdom and grace to live for the kingdom of God. 
that the satanic and evil world is fighting against. Hey, listen. Our days are so evil that you can't even trust anybody. It is becoming very hard to find true friends in families, in marriage, at workplace, between brothers and sisters, women and women, women and men, churches, denomination, black versus white, poor people and rich people, nation against nations. We are all playing games. That sometimes, or most of the time, goes against God's will. Today, our nations, at least few of them, got the power that can destroy our planet in few seconds with nuclear weapons. And because of that possibility, nothing and absolutely nothing is guaranteed. Anything can happen at any time to people, to cities and countries. A few months ago, an entire family of six people died, thousand, by a so-called house friend because he was jealous of that family's success stories. Believe me, don't be fooled. Many people don't like you and will be happy to see you go down, crushed and broke. When you are becoming successful, be very careful because your successful story is not welcome in some people's lives. They hate to see you make it. The devil himself doesn't want you to make it in life. Therefore, he will fight against you, your family, your marriage, your marriage, your business, your ministry, your job, your work. He will fight against you. Paul gives one way out or one way sure to live in peace is to be very careful. To be wise, to be filled with the spirit, not with wine. How can this be possible to live as Paul recommends? How can we know and understand the will of God in our families, in our kids' life or education, in our workplace, in business, in politics? You need Jesus Christ in your life. We need Jesus. We need God. We need the Holy Spirit. And how do we keep the flame of the Spirit in this very dark and evil world? Verse 18, do not get drunk on wine, on wine which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and song from the Spirit. Sing and make music 
from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God, the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. We need one another. We need fellowship. We need to be here, New City Fellowship Church. It's not okay to say I can live my faith by myself and don't need anybody. You don't need to do that. You need to be with the flock. By yourself, it is dangerous out there. Lion's strategy in the jungle when hunting animals is to isolate one of their victims. When pulling yourself out of the body of Christ, know that you have been already attacked by the enemy of your soul. My sending word away this evening before praying for one another. My sending words. Let us be very careful in this life. Let us be wise by the grace of God. We need him. We need God. No matter who you are or what you have, you need Jesus. No matter how difficult the situation can be, we need God. You need Jesus today. New City Fellowship, we need Jesus in the midst of everything, no matter the hardship, God is with you. Thank you for joining with us as we rooted deep in God's Word. If you found this sermon encouraging, share it with a friend. You can learn more about New City by going to newcityhh.com or checking us out on social media by searching New City HH. We'll see you next week. Thank you.